Jason, as it is every single week we are on the air. Today's episode of Lee Summit Town Hall is brought to you by the good people at Budget Blinds. Budget Blinds! Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Hey, they are good folk, Jason. They're not just good business partners for us, but they're good people. They just raised a ton of money with their event last week benefiting KC Pet Project. They did. They did a really good job. I, I was not able to go, but I did see a lot of the turnout. It was uh, it, it was very impressive. There were dog paintings made and lots of uh, clearly a lot of money raised for the pet project. But now we're going to look to the future. We are looking far into the future. And like what's the future of blinds? The future of blinds and all window treatments, really. Automation. You want smart blinds. You want the good... I was going to say old-fashioned, but it's not old-fashioned. They're new-fashioned. It's new-fashioned, automated stuff. Adjacent. I believe I believe the olds will say newfangled. Newfangled, that's right. There are four, get them, four big benefits to automation, Jason. They are. Child safety. That's a good thing. You know, they're, they're taking away the cords. Yeah. Which, a, which I think is a big deal. That, I mean, I know that that was a big deal, and I know that, like, when we moved into the house we live in now, the uh, the youngest one especially was just at that age where those were dangerous, and we were always very careful to get all our cords up and out of the way or or whatever. And but this automation, making those lungs automatic, takes those cords out and makes it safer for the kids. And here's the here's the next one's privacy and security. Hey, we 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 all like a little privacy. Yes, we do. Convenience and, le- and let's face it, the, this is the real reason for automation, right? Because we want to be lazy. I don't want to get out of my comfy chair. <laughs> it's here's to the, open the shades. All progress is really all progress. Good progress is really just so that Nick and I can do less stuff while getting more things accomplished. Exactly. And here's the last one. This is a big one. It's a passion of mine: energy efficiency. And and this one goes to our other, uh, I think, major old man Picadillo. We're cheap. Yeah. So we're lazy, and this is good for that. And we're cheap. And it's going to save us money and energy costs over the long haul. So all in all, automated window treatments, it's an excellent investment for your future. And where, if one were excited about getting those, could one go, Nick Parker? If one is ready, if they are ready to take the plunge into the automated world, go see our friends at Budget Blinds in downtown Lee Summit. Tell them Jason and Nick sent you. Hello and welcome to this Friday edition of Lee Summit Town Hall. With me today is John Cundiff and Seth Kukuski. Did I say it right this time? Did, I yeah. messed it up yeah. the first time you were on. Yeah. Uh, they are from Velocity Lee Summit, one of our group of local PSA Correct. in Community Lee Summit. Partners. Community yeah. partners. This is a group focused on entrepreneurs and startups around town. John, Seth, you guys have both been on. We've talked a little bit about Velocity before, um, but like all the startups you help, this is a startup. This is this is an so evolution. Cool. It's it's kind of growing and changing as we move along. I wanted to talk just a little bit about about where Velocity's at now, and kind of where your focus is. Yeah, I mean Velocity when we started a year or so ago, and and um, really with the mission of growing entrepreneurs, creating an ecosystem of excitement about entrepreneurs and Lee Summit, and from there. Uh, we continue to evolve in that mission. Um, we really are celebrating risk takers, those people that go out and they put it all on the line and go out on the end of the limb. You know, that's kind of where the fruit's at. Well, that's kind of that's become yeah. a, a tagline now, yes, right? Yes, yes. So we really celebrate the risk takers and really want to create a community that they got a place to come and network, a place where they can come and talk peer to peer, and help nurture them to get to the next level. 
Um, you know, when we look at entrepreneurs, look at job growth, look at startups, that's really the excitement and the energy right now going on. And these communities are popping up and we're excited. I mean, Velocity's just taking off. I guess the name kind of says it all right now. Yeah. Well, I think it's important to note that, that you are both entrepreneurs. You both have businesses. John, you've got Weed Man, Seth, you have Junk Luggers, and I think you do some other weird technical stuff, but I'm not going to get into I'm not gonna get into the nerd things because then right. I'm just going to sound really dumb, and the whole show is about me. All right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, I know you just launched also a, a mentorship program, so you want to support other startups and, and help them get to that next level. So, so is this a thing like me who's, who's, you know, trying, correct. <laughs> um, I can go find somebody that's, that's been there and help me out. Correct. So yeah, part of our mission, uh, is we do do the events like, um, the pitch pub crawl, some of the things that are coming up and that we've done in the past. But one of the big places is really the meat and potatoes is helping startups learn how to get to the next level. Uh, where are you in your business life cycle? Are you in the startup phase? Are you the infancy stage? Are you in growth, maturity? Where are you? Let's find that out. And then we want to partner that person with someone who's walked that walk, who's been down that path, and, and bring that experience to them to help them grow. Um, the Mentors and Mentees uh, is a great program that we kicked off about two weeks ago, and we've had some of that going on, but we kicked off about two weeks ago. And it was really a lunch and learn right here at Bridge. And uh, we're able now to partner mentors with mentees based on what their needs and wants are. And then those people will be together for a year and they get to help scale their business and bring that information and bring that experience. You know, one of the things we always talk about is wisdom. Where do you get wisdom from? It's question. <laughs> wisdom comes from mistakes. I just hid in the back of the classroom, by the yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. There's no hands raised in this room. <laughs> so wisdom just comes from, uh, usually from mistakes because they hurt. So they, they're impactful. And so anytime you can pass that wisdom on and keep people from making the big mistakes and let them grow a little bit quicker, I think that's what uh, God puts us on the world to do, and that's what Velocity wants to do with their mentor program. Has that, Seth, has that been something that, that you've taken advantage of? I know you're, you're what, three years, four years, yep, in, three years on, in on your on your business. I think I just saw an anniversary, actually, on social yeah, media. Yeah. Um, so, so I mean, what, what do you look for, I guess, in a mentor and somebody that's been there as you try to grow and expand? Yeah, I mean, so my perspective on mentors is to get as many as you can, and especially to get ones with kind of a broad range of experience. So people that have been in business for 10 years and 30 years, or technical businesses or home services businesses. And I'll ask the same questions for all of the mentors, um, expecting to get kind of a different perspective and a different set of answers based off of kind of those different walks of life. And then you can kind of compare the commonalities that you see across of them. Um, so... Uh, yeah, I'm a big advocate of having a mentor or several mentors. You know, a lot of people um, talk about having a, a board or a steering committee or an advisory committee. I don't think um, you need anything that formal. If you have maybe a, a pocket of five really good mentors who, that you can reach out to them and pick their brain with questions that you have, then that's the same as any steering committee you can put together. You don't have to give names if you don't no. want to, but but can you maybe describe maybe a, a an instance, a situation where, where something along your path so far has hit you and, and, and you've, you've had to turn to somebody and say, hey, you've, you've been here. How do, I, how do I move on? How do I pick up and go, go forward? Yeah, I can think of a lot um, and some specific ones here in the room. But, um, you know, things like, 
you know, with um, you know, with junk luggers anyway, uh, part of scaling a business is being able to buy new trucks. And so part of that is with a new truck, you get additional capacity to take on more loads and your, your opportunity for income increases, but your opportunity for expenses goes up as well. So you're taking on this large fixed expense, um, I guess, with the anticipation that you'll be able to build that, that client base or build the business to then support that new expense. Um, so, you know, I, I've gone to even John with questions on, God, how do you know, how do you know when it's time to, to buy that additional piece of equipment to, to build, to, to be able to foster or create the opportunity for that growth in your business? Like, you know, cause that's a, it could be a pretty scary moment to sign that check, a check that big for a piece of equipment. But if you're really serious about growing at some point, you need to be able to do it. Um, so that's one example, you know, I've even gone to John with questions about, um, yeah, you know, like this was some kind of discipline stuff that came up on a job site the other day. You know, how would you approach handling this with the guys? You know, I don't want to be too heavy fisted, but I can't let this kind of stuff slide. And so John's able to provide a lot of really good input on, Hey, this is what we've done in the past. This is how I've approached things. This is how I approached things before that may, that maybe didn't work so well. And the lesson I learned from that. So, um, I think those are the times where it really becomes valuable on, yeah, this is how I did it the first time. Didn't work out so well. So this is what I do now. So I can just skip that mistake and just go ahead and start <laughs> yeah, making mistakes of my own. <laughs> John, you, you've, you've been in business for, for a while. Yes. I'm not sure how long you've had. Uh, Vic and I started in 1987. So okay. 30, 30 some years. And, and you have played the role of mentor to, to several people around, around town, around right. the area mm-hmm. is, is, Capital is what he talked about earlier. Is that is that one of the bigger things that people people want to talk about? Need help is like when do I write that check or how do I how do I raise that capital? Is is that kind of the one of the bigger things? I think there that is certainly one of the things. I mean, you have to have capital to run a business, and you have to be able to pay cash, have cash flow, and pay expenses, and that's certainly part of it. But one of the things he said just a minute ago, a little bit about capacity and load. You know, you. You have to match those two. And too much load, not enough capacity, the balls drop. Too much capacity, not enough load, too much expense goes out. So we really work on those two metrics of every business. What's your capacity? What's your load? And let's match those up. Now we can start finding where you're at and kind of see the gaps. And I think the other piece that comes into play is really a business plan. What do you want it to look like three years, four years, five years down the road? You know, I always tell these people about that and the analogy of, a pilot comes on a plane and says, hey, I got good news and bad news, <laughs> right? Good news, we're flying 500 miles an hour. We're at 36,000 feet. That's the good news. Bad news, our direction finder's out. So all of a sudden, you have all this momentum and energy going, but is it going in the right path? Is it going in the right direction? And do you have the right waypoints to check yourself and metric yourself, make sure you're right? I, I would I would agree with that. I think just even personally for, for me, I was so excited about getting started and getting it going that when I got there, it was kind of almost a blow. What do I do now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the air. Right. Now, I'm going. Uh, now what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we I see that a lot. So we really talk about let's get the plan out front, and the plan has to be like a railroad track. It's it's wrapped around your personal direction and personal life, where you want that to be, and then you have your business direction. Those need to be running parallel. What was uh, Seth for you? What, what, what was the the business plan creating? What was that process like for you? The, the business process or the business planning process for me kind of started with what John was describing. Was start with the end in mind. So what do I want this business to look like in ten years? And then kind of work your way backwards from that. You know, so um, 
for me, I went into the business with the idea that at some point there was going to be an exit. I wanted to build an asset that I could eventually then kind of pass off to someone else. So you're going to build that business differently than if it's the thing that you're going to pass on to your kids or this is going to be the, the, the job that you do for the next 30 or 50 years, whatever that number is going to be. So having that, that end goal or that end in mind and then working way backwards, make sure that um, it's that railroad track that you're building in the right direction or so that you don't get 10 years down the road and you've built something that doesn't really match the vision you had early on. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest part for me is, is trying to think of realistic. What's that end game? What's that last play? What's it look like? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's hard for me to do. Right. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that Vic and I did very early on back when we first started the business, we built an org chart for what a million-dollar company looked like. The downside for that day, our names were on every position. <laughs> <laughs> but it gave us a direction that when we were ready to expand or ready to scale, we knew which, you know, we're going to do a salesperson this week or this year. Are we doing an admin person this year? Are we doing a technician this year? And we were able to look at our org chart, and it kept us in working and utilizing our asset resources in the right direction so we knew where we were headed to. Well, let's stay a little bit on the uh, the – the fun side of things. Yeah, talking about startup. Let's talk about making that plan and making that pitch because you guys have a big event coming up just next week. It's going to be five o'clock, July eighteenth, in downtown Lee Summit. It's going to start at Conrad's. This is a a pitch pub crawl. Exactly. So this is um this is taking Shark Tank and making it more fun because exactly. we're going to move around to some of the great bars <laughs> yeah. here in in downtown Lee Summit. Yeah. But this is a great way for some people to 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 make their pitch, to get some feedback right away. Oh, and by the way, you might walk away with a little bit of money too. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, we're really excited about Pitch Pub Crawl this year. Uh, this is a Velocity Signature event. Um, like you said, we're going to have nine risk-taker companies come in, and we're going to have three pitch at Conrad's, three at uh, Smoke, three down at Stewie's, and we're, the three winners will accumulate down at uh, Arcade Alley. And we'll have a panel of sharks down there to really be able to now get with each one of them and talk to them. And the goal really is to help them get better at what they're doing, help them learn what's great about their pitch, where they need to work. It's also an opportunity for the audience here. What do you need out of us? What are you looking for? What's your ask? Is it capital? Is it commerce? Is it, is it, is it customers? What are you looking from us? And so it's just a really great event. It's a lot of excitement in the city. And we're going to be able to bring this thing. It's going to be awesome, really awesome. You've got to be ready to be a little bit vulnerable there. I mean, you're yes, putting, you yeah, you are. Like, yes, I mean, you, everyone gets excited about their creating their idea and getting going, but then when you put it out there to somebody, here it all is. Now, now, what do you think? Now, what do you think? And these are and this is this is a group of other entrepreneurs. So everybody knows. <laughs> Everybody knows the process, and it's people that have done it that, that might want to invest or help out in whatever exactly. way you need. Exactly. So in, in the audience, there will be people there that, that are looking for investment opportunities. Our companies that get to pitch are also set up on Venture360, which is a platform that we have that will connect them to people who are looking to invest in companies. So it's a really a great venue for young companies that are trying to really either scale or kick off. Tell me a little bit about this Venture 360. What, explain kind of what that is and how that works. Yeah, so Venture 360 is a platform where you can bring uh, through Velocity. Um, you sign up and you go online. You go onto our website, velocityleasesummit.org. You can sign up and it puts you in a platform that, that has a connection of people that are out looking to invest in companies. 
Yeah, so, so do, are you are you putting all of your all of your information about your startup on there? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean yeah. it, it, dating so profile for investors exactly, and startups. Yeah. That's exactly what you're looking. Yeah. So you're going to put your profile and what you are and what your what your mission is and what you look like and what you're asking. There's going to be people out there that are looking to invest. Yeah. And so that way, investors can almost just like uh, like you know the dating apps. They can swipe left, swipe right. And, you know, they can look at the description of your business, see if that matches the types of businesses that they want to invest in, and then there's a clear channel for them to get in touch with you. Yeah. Events like this and groups like Velocity are are getting more and more popular. You're seeing more of them. I think the pitch pub crawl is kind of your thing. I mean, right, right. I mean, you got, and I'm sure it's it's probably starting to be copied a little bit in other places, but. Why is that? Why is there so much focus, so much emphasis, so much excitement around the startup? Is it just that we all want that American dream of, of you know, going off on our own and, and striking it rich? Or, or what, what, what is it that's kind of getting all of that excitement around entrepreneurs, around startups? That's a great, you know, it's a great question. Um, I think when you start looking at some of the demographics that are out there and the age groups that are kind of jumping in entrepreneurism, I think the excitement and the intrigue of being able to control your own destiny, but even bigger than that to us is creating opportunity for other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's real exciting to be able to take something. It's a nurturing idea, plan it out, get the capital for it, put it in it, execute it, then all see it take off. And I think that creation part and then also to see other people excel and create opportunity for other people to achieve their dreams, I think that's really intriguing for an entrepreneur. Um, and then, then you're in control of your own destiny. I think you, you mentioned the age group of people, and it's it's interesting to me. Our, our studio right here is in Bridge Space, a, right. a local co-working building. But there, there are all ages of people doing this. I mean, you know, I'm, right. I'm mid-40s. There are people younger than me. There are people older than me at varying stages of their startups. Some of, you know, some of them aren't startups. They're just small businesses, They're I think, small, at this yeah. point. But, but so I, I, is there really an, a specific age group? I mean, I kind of feel like that, that's part of the excitement to me is, is, is it seems that it's more of a culture shift than a generation shift. Right. And I, I mean, I think if you look at the demographics, it's typically the 35 to 55. And that, some of that's corporate transition. You know, they've, they've been in the corporate world. They got this idea. And they're 2008 ready. happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that was Quite real. Frankly, it did, right? Um, I think technology makes getting into business, starting business much, much easier than it used to be. Um, you can now develop an app and work from home or work from bridge and you got a business running. And it wasn't always easy that way. So I think the, the excitement the 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 opportunities that are out there in technology and in, in, in the service industry those are opportunities that are it's an idea now you can take an idea and make something out of it would you have uh, would you have done a pitch pub crawl in 1987 but I've been thinking about doing it now so uh, yeah well, well what was the, what was your pitch like what was that when when you were starting out and you were putting together your business plan who did you who did you go to who did you have to kind of present to how did that process work and and i'm sure the process is a lot different then than it is now yeah i mean back in back in those days we didn't have a velocity ecosystem to go lean on we didn't have a a bridge or a co-working space or anything to really go lean on so you really had to lean on your accountant and I, I firmly believe you need a good partnership with a good accountant, a good banker, lawyer. These are the these are the, the people we leaned on to help guide us. You know, there is really no roadmap to business. 
and so everyone's different and we really needed people to help walk us through the the business aspect just because we understood how to do the technical work of the business didn't necessarily mean we knew how to run the business that did the technical work mm-hmm. and that's that's the e-myth it's called a entrepreneur myth that just because you know what you're doing or know right. how to do that doesn't necessarily mean you know how to run the business that is a and valuable and hard lesson for all of us right correct and so to get out of the technical and on top of the business that in the business was something that we really had to lean on um, to assess point advisors to help us learn that. What was that? I guess I, I don't want to use the word process again because I don't. I think that's too technical. But what was that? That growth like for the two of you? You're a, you're a couple. You're a married right. couple as you're as you're figuring this out. Where how did you kind of work through that? Of hey, I'm really good at fighting the fires, right. Right. <laughs> but I don't know how to go buy new trucks. I don't know how to do how did how did how did that growth happen? Um, you know, I would put it to you this way. Um, when Vic and I started, we were very young, and we literally have two personalities that complement each other. So um, Vic was very analytical. She counting and it's okay. programming. It's okay to say she's better than And you. she's better yeah. than me. <laughs> she's a lot smarter than I was. Uh, I had the creativity. I had the vision and, 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 and the excitement. And so we were able to partner those two emotions and skill sets that made a whole team. And so that's really, I think, was a key to our success early on. And then we also both grew, business Acum just grew as we kept growing. And But I think it was really the, the opportunity to be able to say, hey, I got this great idea. And I go in, I say, I got this great idea. I think we ought to do this, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, like that, don't like that, don't like that, don't like that. I'm like, oh. Go back, come back, fix that, fix that. She goes, great, better, now fix this. And I come back, and finally we'd compromise, and that's where we ended up. That's how we worked together. Well, let's backtrack just a little bit. And let's yep. go. Let's go back to the to the to the pitching. Yeah. And and how you get ready to tell everyone about it. So if people want to show up and watch this p- pitch pub crawl, and they, they think, oh, maybe I might be ready the next time around. Right. How do you uh, how do you prep yourself? How do you get ready to to put your idea out there and get real feedback and maybe get some real support? Sure. Well, if you would like to pitch, if you go to our website or go to Facebook, we do have a button that you can sign up to be in the next in the next pitch. We do at least two pitches at every event. We do events every other month and a networking every other month. So if you run a pitch, you can go to that. How do you put yourself out there? Um, the pitches are typically three minutes. It's not a presentation. It's a pitch. It's Here's the problem. I don't know that I can say my name in three minutes. Yeah, I, know. I have a hard time with that myself. <laughs> um, here's the problem I'm solving. Here's the problem. Here's how I want to solve it. Here's what I look like. Here's what I'm asking. And it's really kind of down those lines that we will look for. With it. Yeah, and I'd say the same thing. You know, at some point you probably want to include the the market that you're going to tap into, mm-hmm. right? So here's the pain that we're solving, the market that we're going to solve that for, and then the the path we're going to go down to get there. Um, yeah, I would say that to get yourself ready for that, if you're gonna if you want to pitch at a pitch crawl, I mean, come to some of those monthly events and practice your pitch there, right. um, or just come to the pitch crawl and and you're going to meet people in the audience and then find time to meet up with them just one on one for a beer or a coffee or whatever else. And then practice your pitch in those one-on-ones. So you, there, you can get a lot of reps in before you go to a pitch crawl where there's there's money on the line. Because you know I think that um, you know we, we've we've each been to a couple of these events and we, we've each made some pitches. Um, I think the the, uh, the level of preparation 
that I would bring to a pitch crawl where there's money on the line is going to be a lot higher than the level of preparation right. I take to just, you know, a monthly event where I'm just trying to get some reps in and I'm okay if I, if I miss a couple of words or if I stumble along the way, because that's kind of the point of those. I mean, we're, the whole purpose is to build this safe environment for people to come and practice those pitches before they get in front of the VCs or the investors or, um, you know, the, the live rounds, so to speak, when, when there's money on the line or when the pitch matters. So we'd rather have you make those mistakes with us or with our group or at our events than um, in front of the, the people who the pitch is intended for. You, you mentioned other events. So what, what other events are going on for Velocity? Velocity? What, are you, what are you doing that people can, can come take part in or, or even just, just kind of jump in and meet some other people that are in the same boat? Sure. Um, so I think in, in August, September, we have C-Level CEO coming up, correct? Yeah, it's like C-Level Secrets. Secrets, Mark. yeah. Mark Brigman. Um, we also have a Listening to Your Business workshop that's coming up in September. Uh, led by Michelle Markey, and it's really a three, four-hour workshop that will analyze where your business is at, what in the business life cycle, where are you? Is that is that is that an actual workshop where people can That's come in and workshop right. their own business, exactly. or are they hearing a seminar? No, it's they're going to come in with their own workbook, work their business, see where they're at, see where they're wanting to head to, where's the gap, and let's work on the gap and the strategy and the plan to get there. That's a very beneficial program. Yeah, this is a was a Kaufman uh, fast track program, some strong program. We had a class that went through last year, and uh, they still meet uh, about every six, seven weeks as a peer group and collaborate, and they continue to grow their business and their business acumen. So, well, once again, let's get, let's roll through the the pitch pub call. That's your next let's big it. event. It's uh, five p.m. this next Thursday, July eighteenth. It's going to start at Conrad's. Then you'll move to Smoke Brewing Company, then Stewie's, and then finish at Arcade Alley. And those Correct. first three are it. They're kind of it's kind of, it's a bracket, right? So oh, the yeah. winner at each stop moves on and then right. finishes at Arcade right. Alley, and that's where the the real money is. Right. So we'll have each one of those venues has three risk taker companies pitching. They get about three minutes. Then you crowdsource and and vote, pick a winner. They move up to the last venue, and then you do that the first three. Last venue are all three of those winners. And then they'll go through a panel of sharks that uh, will also uh, now give them an opportunity to tell us something you didn't tell us before and now let us ask you questions. And then we'll score that again and rate it and pick an ultimate first, second, and third. Fantastic. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. And what, uh, why, don't you, why don't you go through what those, those prize packages are for first, second, and yeah, third. Yeah, so first place, uh, we really stepped up the plate this year and bringing in some great companies. First place, $2,500. You walk away as first place of our pitch pub crawl. Uh, the next one would be $1,000 second place and $500 third place. Yep. Fantastic. Well, if people want to get involved in Velocity, where can they go? How can they how can they reach out and get connected? Certainly, you can go to our website, velocityleasesummit.org. Check us out on our Facebook, come to our events, reach out for to Seth or myself or any one of us, and um, the more the merrier, the more the merrier. It's a great place. It's a, it's a community, and everything we see in today's world, whether it's on the phone, whether it's LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, there's communities, and this is a entrepreneur ecosystem community right here in Lee Summit, and it's growing. We're having a blast. Well, John, Seth, thank you for sitting down with me today, and thanks for putting on this event. We will talk to everyone next time. Thank you. Thank you. Once again, today's episode of Lee Summit Town Hall is brought to the people by Shred KC. Jason, we say this a lot about our sponsors for this show, but 
you know what? We we just we've had good people who who work who help us who partner with us. Shred KC is and, and really one. it's an odd reflection on us, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was uh, I was very hesitant to make myself pull the trigger and actually start trying to live a little healthier, a yeah. little more a little more fit. But uh, how that how that last vacation treat you? Uh, well, let's 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 just say uh, I did not follow the plan. Okay, fair, but fair enough. L- that leads me to this great point. Uh, Ryan Waters, the owner, and the people in there at Shred KC are awesome and very very supportive. As a matter of fact, one of the things he he, he says is, when you go on vacation, there should be no guilt. Go do what you want to do and have fun, and then lock it down when you come back. So that's exactly what I have done. Lock the diet back down. My meal plan is going. I'm back on it. And really, you can't you can't have better people. No, if they if they're going to give you permission to like just go guilt free on your vacation, then then that's those are the kind of folks that you that you want in your life. You want somebody that's going to push you, be hard on you when you need to be hard, but also understand that there's no guilt. Sometimes stuff just happens, and sometimes you just want to go have fun and you want to smash some food. And Jason, I smashed some food. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes, you did. Yes, you did. So. so, if you're ready to make that change in your lifestyle, go see our friends at Shred KC in downtown Lee Summit. Tell them Jason and Nick sent you. You have been listening to Lee Summit Town Hall, a link to Lee Summit podcast with hosts Nick Parker and Jason Norberry. A proud member of the Fredcast Network, you can subscribe to this podcast on most of your favorite podcast apps and catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for all the news, analysis, and conversations on the Lee Summit community. Connect with us on Facebook at Link2Lee Summit or on Twitter at LS Town Hall.